0: Hello people, welcome to the When in Yorkshire podcast. I hope you've had a splendid time. This is episode 26 and this is another episode recorded at Leeds Festival. Now this one features a conversation with Kerr from Scottish rock band The La Fontaines. Now I only found about, out about these guys um, in April I think this year um, and I've been enjoying their unique brand of uh, Scottish rap basically. Um, Scottish rap rock. Um, now, as is mentioned by Kerr in this, on paper, it may not sound like the most obvious combination, um, but after seeing them, uh, they opened the dance tent at Leeds Festival this year, they seriously bring the party. They they have such a great energy on stage, they look like they're really enjoying themselves, and the music's absolutely brilliant. So we have a chat um, about how Kerr got into into rapping in the first place, the adventures he's been on with the LaFontaine's, including being arrested overseas. Um, In fact, I think that's all I'm going to tell you about this particular episode. I'll let you enjoy it, and see what you think. Um, But if you're not aware of the band, they have got, I believe it's three albums available. They are out online, you can get them on Spotify or whatever music streaming service you like to use, Um, or you can buy them i'm sure they would appreciate that they have a whole load of other merch as well which which is all lovely um i have added a couple of their tracks from the latest album junior onto the when in yorkshire playlist so check that out if you want to start um, and then see where that takes you they've also got a uk and european european tour coming up so check out their website which is www.thelafontaines.co.uk and that will give you all their dates um, and also check out their facebook they've got some fantastic um i believe content is probably the right word but basically adverts for their tour and the like um it's all very very amusing i strongly advise that you spend a spend sort of 10 15 minutes doing that it will brighten up your day but for now this is episode twenty six with Kerr from the Lafontaines.
1: So I'm here at Lee's Festival with Kerr from the Lafontaines. How are you doing, buddy?
2: Very well, sir. How are you? Excellent. Thank you very I much. I like that we're sitting by the bins. Yeah. It's, um... It feels it feels like I've made it. <laughs> yeah. You know.
1: It's like, you know, like gangster films where they go in the back end of everything. We it's,
2: should sort out some sort like of dodgy that. deal. Yeah, so yeah, let's yeah. do it. Aye, that's we'll,
1: good. Do, we'll do that recorded. <laughs> um, so um you've already played this morning. Uh, the, well, this afternoon. This pretty afternoon. Pretty much bang
2: on midday. Yeah, man. We had a, a slot that oh, I thought, I mean, we played Redding yesterday. Yeah. And then obviously today as well, we opened the dance stage. And I thought on paper, that slot looks like the worst. Who... <laughs> is coming to the dance tent at twelve during the day. Yeah. However, Reading yesterday was probably one of the best turnouts we've ever had, man. There was thousands there and it was amazing. Yeah. yeah. And today as well we got an amazing turnout. So uh aye, it was class. It was I could not have helped I hope for a better uh, start to my day. Yeah, nice. So I'm I'm very happy.
1: And that I know you kinda of, you can clock off and go and um, enjoy and co- the rest of the so day. Actually as well. like
2: yesterday we had to leave and it's the usual thing, like you play a festival and it's like it like, must be really, really good. Usually yeah. you just get in the van and you bounce again. But I've got nothing on tomorrow or Monday so Awesome. I've got a few friends down here, so I'm, I'm just going to stay and actually enjoy a festival.
1: That yeah. sounds brilliant. So I'm so excited. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. I'm
2: so excited.
1: Cool. Um Your set was great by the way. Thank um you. yeah, we caught it this uh, oh, this, this afternoon. It's the first thing class. that we saw today. Nice um, man, thank you
2: for showing up. That's hello, cool.
1: It's good. Lots of people did show up. Yeah, man, it's cool. Um and they, they were they had their big voices on as well. There's yeah. lots of chanting.
2: Well the idea is if you get here early enough you can pay enough people to come and see you. Yeah, yeah. So I'm skint now. Yeah, but like it's, it's it expensive only, gig. Only cost but it but
1: five about well, I'd pay them five of each. It's all good. It's awesome. Um, so I kind and of I, wanted to uh, get an understanding of how you kind of came to be the band that you, that you are with uh, the with Fontaine's, because yeah. it doesn't immediately sound like the most no. um, common genre. No, it's not, man. You're bang on and saying that. Like, listen, oh, I've
2: been doing this for about 10 years, I know yeah. the score. Uh, it's on paper, we sound atrocious.
0: <laughs> and
2: I, I'm fully aware of that. It's like this rock band who has a Scottish rapper there's big singing choruses it, it sounds mental and then people suddenly go like it'll be like Rage or it'll be like Linkin Park or something and it's like nothing like that
1: Yeah.
2: Um, we just sound how we sound I've, I've kind of like got to the point where I just say like we're a rock band yeah. but I think when people come and see us they instantly understand it like alright well it's like that you know and it's just uh, it somehow works man and it's taking a wee time like this last record we just done there we put out an album called Junior yeah. which we managed to chart with and and that was a nice feeling man Overnight only take 10 years <laughs> and uh, it's like, I think we figured out as well as a band what we are now because yeah. there, was n- there was never anybody to copy from. No, no. Now, like everybody gets influences, obviously, but you could always say like that band sounds like 1975 or that's the like Katina's or that's like, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. We've never had that. So the industry yeah. goes like, where do you put that thing? Yeah, can't pigeonhole it. No, you can't. And you either go and try and conform yourself into that, which we just can't do, to be honest. Uh, or you just try and make your own lane. And I think we have done that. And at the very least, man, whatever happens, we can always say, at least we were us. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's that's why we've managed to last as long as well, because we don't follow any sort of like new wave or curve or whatever. It's just yeah. sort of like, this is how we sound. And uh, hopefully you think it's as good as we think it is.
1: It's yeah, lovely. yeah. i tell you, I tell you what, even for people, I would say, even for people who, if it's not their sort of music, the party is great. Yeah, man. That's... Mate,
2: do you know what? That You're bang on in saying that. I think that's sometimes what we get a lot,
1: where it's like, maybe that's not
2: my, my, necessarily my type of thing, but I had a good time. Yeah, there. I'm going to bounce. Yeah, I had so a I've, good time. I have time. to
1: bounce. That was fun.
2: Yeah. And uh, that's, that's all. Man, surely it should be about having a good time. Yeah. And if I, you leave one of my shows having a good time, I've done my job. We've done our job, I think, and, yeah. uh, and that's that's what it's all about for me. I, I enjoy having a good time.
1: Yeah, absolutely, it comes across. That's so, fun. in terms of your musical upbringing, I guess, like, how how did it all start for you musically? What was? Can you remember what the first sort of thing that you heard was? It uh, at my, all? I, I, my
2: first? cousin that had the, the an Outcast record, and uh, <laughs> I thought that's class. Can I hear more of that? And then that me getting people at common and like slum village and then I then I went back and I heard like your M and and all that stuff and then when I went back in I had like like the roots and, yeah. and and a bit of rage and all that and uh, I, so I was like heavily influenced by hip hop. I love it. Still my favourite genre of music. But then meeting the boys like Jamie, the drummers like heavy into soul music. and yeah. Old Motown and then Daz, back in the day was into like you know post like, pop punk and right. block party and all that. And then like we are we are very much a big male, but we are, we like a lot of music. Yeah. And I think, to be fair, in 2019, like I DJ a lot as well, genre's not a thing anymore. I can play quite easily the cortinas and then the next song I'll play Humble by Kendrick Lamar and they're like, I like this as well, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's totally a thing, so that, that helps us a lot because yeah. the they, they boundaries have been, have been taken down and uh, I think that's what our band is, it's just a mad representation of like all these different things that we enjoy. Just have a, a, a varied, and it sounds like crap, crap answer. Like we like everything. But we they <laughs> kind of like a lot of music, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, aye, that's that's where it all comes from, man. Just a wee
1: bit of everything. Just literally everything. And it helps us sound like the last Deeds. Awesome. So, in terms of the the rapping, how did how did you how did that start for you? Uh,
2: I used to play pro your football, and then I wasn't good enough for that at seventeen. <laughs> so then I got dropped, and I went. I think I should be a rapper now. Yeah, that's as, as is the way that everybody as I, it goes. Always yeah. Actually, I mean, I it's, it, it's a story as old as time. <laughs> yeah. so I mean, everyone, that's what usually happens. When we yeah. go to football, I'll just rap. Yeah. Said no one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I've done, though. I bought Hip Hop EJ for the computer, made some beats, and then I was like, cool, let's write some raps, because I can't sing. And then, uh, and at that time, I couldn't rap either. Um, and then I just found my way, man, and I was like, I, I love doing music. And that saved me a lot, man. It saved me from being a, I don't know, in, in Scotland we call it like a wee fanny. It saved me from being like a, like I was doing some other stuff at that time, just being stupid. And that helped me just focus on something that I enjoyed. Yeah. And then I've met so many great people through it and it's been my, my career for the past 10 years, man. So uh,
1: I just fell into it just by the love of the music. Nice, nice. I like the fact that you just sort of created your own beats. I was like right yeah, this is what I'm gonna do. EJ, it was Mega and then there was
2: thing for the PS two as well. I was yeah, like yeah. Remember that game? Man, that was yeah, that was it. Uh, that's how I started and I was like, I should probably try and learn how to do this properly.
1: And uh, that's amazing. I, I went from there man. You got you gotta like go back to PlayStation or in fact whoever created that game kids listening to us will be like, sorry, what? Yeah. What what's that? You do it on a phone now? Yeah, yeah, that's true. What Garage I mean? band is on the phone. Exactly. And- yeah. Mad PS2 bot shouts. So this has kind of taken you all over the place. Um I wouldn't have immediately if somebody's like, sort of played me your stuff and goes, so where would they film the videos? Yeah. Uh, Marrakesh probably wouldn't have been my immediate answer. Yeah. What, well, what's that about? Well listen, if you've if
2: you've been in it as long as us, right, you start to realise how the formula works with the music videos and stuff, you're a band. Let's go and set up a live performance, and we'll shoot it, and all these different funny angles, and yeah. grade it to try and make you look pretty. It's So boring, man. It's so boring. And we've done them as well, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. But then you get to the point where it's like, well, here's a budget for this. You could just go on holiday with a camera, and just see what happens. So yeah, we've done yeah. that, man. We've went to we played in India. Uh, we went to that, that one you're talking about was in Marrakesh, Morocco, yeah. which was insane because we went, and a lot of these places, which I now know, you need a, a, a permit to film there. Yeah. You? Yeah, we didn't know that at the time. Strict, strict place. We got arrested in Marrakesh for filming, generally. Yeah. Like it was like something out of that homeland programme. We were in it, yeah. Yeah. holding cell for eight hours while they were shouting at us in Arabic. Fucking hell. Telling up. us that we worked for the BBC and we had to get out and pay them money. It's like, sorry, what's happening? What? That's a mental story, man, because like I was I was like, we should do a bit of sync here in front of the on the road, because I thought yeah. I would mean, look like, cool. We they had like cars coming behind me. There's no such thing as road rules over there no. So I was in the middle of the road giving it the rattling thing. Cars come behind me. Then this black van pulled up. Four boys jumped out and went, "You come with us." I'm like no. But they grabbed his us, us in the van. Took us to this holding cell. We were there for I was seven hours while they interrogated us. Then suddenly they just left. So we were like, "Let's just let's just leave." So we left. thinking that's that done. And uh, about four hours later, they showed up. We about the f- every police officer in the Marrakesh came in, flipped our hotel. We tried to make us delete all the footage which we'd done, but we, by that time we'd figured out like Back that up. will happen. So let's fire that car the way and yeah. just shoot some stupid stuff. And made us delete that, and then that night we left for the Sahara Desert. It's a uh, genuine true story. <laughs> <And> then,
1: <laughs> uh, left under cover of that. Left under cover, man. We just like fuck. <laughs> this bounce. Let's go. That's that's, that's amazing. That's amazing, man. Um, so yeah, you've also where else have you recorded? There's somebody else that somewhere else that jumped up. Venice. I went to Venice.
2: Where again? like we're like, Another holiday. Uh, I have not been to Venice, let's go to Venice. <laughs> <laughs> went to Venice, uh, quite expensive I must say, Venice with the old yeah. gondolas and stuff, like 90 yeah. euros a, a shot. But oh, it was worth price? it for the, for the, okay. it was funny because well, one of the boys couldn't make it at the time. So we're like, down, right, uh, well, he needs to be in the way. Way. video. So we just <laughs> blow, brought a blow up doll, <laughs> painted a picture of his face, <laughs> and put that on and took us about everywhere with us. But the thing was, like nuns were walking by us and stuff, thinking that we were like yeah. on a stag do. Like the worst stag do ever, we have a blow up doll in Venice. It was like because it's such a romantic city, and we we're giving it blow up dolls, making them smoke joints, uh, cigarettes, and all that. And then, like, uh, it was just mad, man. But it was, that, that was, it was fun. Then we went away up to the, the Dolomites Mountains and all that. It was great, it was fun times. They're fun, man. Like, that to me is like stories for the, the dinner table. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, that's fun. Or, you know,
1: or a podcast, you know, either or. a or. podcast, either or. By the way, I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yeah, so I know, I guess. All of that fits in with the atmosphere that you create during your live shows. It yeah. is all about the fun, and yeah, man. Like you yeah. say about the party, which is which is really good to hear that it's not totally. like
2: a front. Because it's like the, I think the lyrical content of our band's actually quite dark, in this yeah. and yeah, you could probably listen to it. Uh, no, and there's a lot that goes into that, but I don't think anyone wants to come to a show and be like, maybe they do. Just I don't want them to come to a show and feel sad. So I'm like, yeah. even though I'm saying this. Make some noise, let's, yeah. ha- let's have a good one and uh, aye, you're right man, you're coming and uh, it all helps, the, the music's still upbeat so it helps it uh, come across like that. Yeah, I,
1: I guess uh, when it's upbeat and like you say, party atmosphere and stuff, people will listen to it and then listen to it and yeah. listen to it and messages will sink in yeah. whether they like it or not.
2: Absolutely. Which is cool. You um, think you're happy but really you'll be sad.
1: Yeah, <laughs> subliminal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Taking him down. Um, so, in terms of um, the in terms of your accent, there's not that many Scottish rappers. I I, I, I mean, can't think of any others off no, the top there, of my there, head. There, there is not. I mean, there is. A, there's a Scottish hip hop scene, which I'm not involved
2: yeah. in. I must say, because I'm, I'm I wouldn't class myself as a yes, I'm Scottish and a rap, but I wouldn't say I'm a Scottish rapper. It's like uh, I just happen to rap,
1: yeah,
2: um, and am and a band, but it, it just doesn't fit that because it's not. It's not the way they do it. I don't fit that scene, man. And there's nothing wrong with that, nothing right with what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. It's just I'm not in that lane. Yeah. But uh aye, there's not many of us, man. And it's like a thing that it becomes a or it has been a like a it's an industry block at times. It's like, what's that? What's he doing? Oh, that's Scottish man, that's t- I
1: so don't like could, that. You could do
2: another accent. Clearly, easily, man, I, I could, could easily be but uh, I could easily be your <laughs> I could easily be your man. No easy, uh, no, no worries. I could go grind if I want, but uh, <laughs> aye, man, it's not authentic though. So I have, yeah. I have to. I want to make sure whatever whatever I'm doing, especially when you, when it's like um, when you're doing the lyrics, when you're, when you're delivering something from your mouth, it has to feel authentic. Otherwise, well, for the main reason that nobody can ever call you on it, they can go, I don't like it yeah that's yeah. fine
1: that's opinion but that's that's
2: complete that music that's what music is it's just total opinion but at least i will always feel comfortable in that because yeah. that's how i speak and that's why i
1: feel and that's that no absolutely and it, it's probably the thing that, that um that made me keep listening cool. is that because i was thinking yeah I, I'm, I'm loving the groove to this it sounds interesting i'll listen to those lyrics soon but it's like oh hang on yeah, yeah. They, he, he's this is him, <laughs> genuinely, and uh, I've got. I, I say I've got nothing against people who put on an accent to sing, I but don't. it it does it. it they can no, let's if see. that's their thing. Like but it doesn't, all the it doesn't strike uh, a chord with me. Yeah, like yeah, you said, yeah. it's the authenticity that. That I was just thinking, yeah, I, I genuinely believe that some thought has gone into this, and it's kind of like wearing your heart on your sleeve. Yeah, hundred percent. This is me. I'm not putting on a character so much. This is my voice. This is, and I'm, these are my words.
2: hundred. I could not. You've hit the nail on the head there. That's exactly what that is. And if you like it, cool. If you don't,
1: fine. Yeah. Cool with me, man. Do your thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, in terms of your influences, then, as, as as for in terms of rappers or any other music, kind of what what was it that got it's you like started in that?
2: like I like I, 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 I'm a, lyrics is my thing like I love uh, just people that can convey messages I suppose or like cause rapping's hard as well because like not that it's easy but I've written some singing songs for people man and uh, like what you know, four lines you can have a three minute song do you know what I mean by yeah, singing it yeah. whereas you need to have like Three, three verses and 16 bars on the same subject if you're doing it properly yeah, yeah. or it can just be like vibes in it you know what I mean like you, can, you, can, you can just say whatever Been in the club and all that and yeah. they can do that though that's I don't like that either I like like I like, like Andre 3000 that's like my rapper boom I like like new guys I like Kendrick I like J. Cole I like uh, I just like things like that man things that are like uh, I don't know there's, there's they've got something to say there's, aye there's something to say
1: yeah
2: and that's that keeps me going back. I like English guys at like Loyal Carnar. I like I like that kind of vibe um, just when there's some substance to it. Yeah. So I always try and maintain that when I write something that if you were to read it, you'd go like, oh, I get the story here or I get what this is. Yeah. Or like maybe there were a couple of connotations in it that, oh, it means that, does he mean that. I don't know, that's my... I like that. I think that gives it some longevity as well as opposed to vibes in that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you like to
1: write stuff that you can have a conversation about I I man, guess, as well. Totally.
2: And it's like the, our first album class was kinda about we we'll called it class because yeah, we thought yeah. it was class, but it was kinda about like the the the, the, <laughs> the, the class system, system man. Yeah. You know what it was That's it was like was being, like the being poor yeah and where we were coming from. Second album Common Problem wasn't a political record but it had some like Brexit stuff. It had some it's a lot of stuff that was going out of time. Yeah. And this record's probably more about um there's some mental health things in it and there's some like yeah I don't know it's just been a wee bit uh under the cosh at times. I don't know it's quite a, it's quite a dark record at times. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, man, maybe I'll, I've just broke up my board, so maybe my next man will be like Louis Capaldi or something, we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Worked out well for him. <laughs>
2: Where is he now, though? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he
1: was just in Leeds the other day. <laughs> <laughs> delivering, uh, delivering something for Deliveroo. Aye, aye, Genuinely, he's that doing that his happened. bit, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. So, what's, what's the plans, what's coming up? I know you've got a tour coming up, yeah, yes, mate, you're actually coming we're, back to Leeds.
2: Yes, we are, the 1st of October we're coming to yep. Leeds, which I'm, I'm, this sounds like I'm talking nonsense, but I, I really like playing Leeds, man. Yeah, See, yeah. that the further up north you go, the sound that you get. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm <laughs> just saying you just have a good time up here. And uh, first of October in Leeds, we're doing a full Irish-UK-European uh, tour. 33-day tour. Nice. Um, four days off, I've just found out. That's cool. <laughs> and uh, and we'll go for it, man. Like, touring's my favourite thing in the world. I love being a support band because there's no pressure. Yeah. Nobody expects anything, but when it comes headline time, so it's a bit longer, which in my age is getting it's kind a bit tiring. And, uh, <laughs> but I love it, man. It's cool, and this album as well because it's been so well received. Like I've noticed, playing the new songs and stuff. There's a kind of there's a jump up in numbers. Yeah. And shows are selling out and stuff because we've always been way bigger in Scotland.
1: Right.
2: And we are down here. Like you yeah. play like 2,000 two and a bit in Glasgow, and you'll come and play like two hundred people in London. Yeah. And it's cool that that's starting to come up a bit now. where it's like, eh, uh, uh, I don't know. It's just good.
1: Getting attacked by wasps. Oh, well, what? Right. It's because I'm wearing
2: bright colors. It? The bright
1: colors. <laughs> so, just before we wrap up, then yeah, you mentioned support slots. You've had quite a varied, uh, yeah. a, I guess, yeah, varied genre busting uh support slot. Yeah, man. Yeah. with uh, like the blackout.
2: Done the blackout, um, Death Havana, Don Broco, yeah. Anderson Pack, coolest yeah. guy <laughs> ever met in my life. Aye, uh, there's been some mad stuff. We just done Death Havana at the top of the year there. Uh, Broco was before that atlantic we've done man we've, we've played a lot of shows yeah it's like a thing playing live is our thing and uh, again it's that sort of thing like where did it fit don't know let's just fire them
1: in here and see what yeah, happens yeah. usually it works well for us and has it had any impact on you on your writing like being with those other bands and spending uh, time with them do you think no because like then then again it kind of comes
2: across where it's like you're, you're trying to then like oh we keep in place with this band should we try and fit that yeah and then that becomes a bit contrived and then i don't like that so i just keep doing what we do man Nice. People seem to like it. We get a lot of support from these type of bands when they see us. It's sort of like, all oh, right, they can play, cool. And then they come up, like yesterday, it was sound as it, man. Like Robbie, uh, Bobby, sorry, from Don Broco claimed that, that like, he would, Don Broco were doing a secret set and it was under the name La Fontaine's. And like that helped us. I'd definitely say he got another <laughs> thousand people in that tent, man. That was so sound, you know what I mean? That's oh, yeah, yeah. well That's appreciated. Nice. What a guy respect for that and uh, aye man, it's it's been great mate, the audience, I love play, I love playing with different bands, being a support band is the best, it's just easy, yeah. you know what I mean, nobody expects anything so you're just in half an hour boom, see you later, let's go get a beer, a warm beer from the rider.
1: a red stripe, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a warm red stripe, there
0: really is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: excellent Well thank you very thank much you for bro, your time mate, it, it's it, been man. an absolute pleasure. And uh, yeah awesome
0: there you go. That was Kerr from the La Fontaines recorded at Leeds Festival this year. I hope that was informative and enjoyable. Thank you very much for listening now. If this is your first um taste, I guess of the when in Yorkshire podcast, please check out some of the others um Share this around with your friends, family, loved ones, people you 've just literally met. Um, And if you want to find out more information on the LaFontaine's, including music, merch, um, and as I mentioned before, their upcoming tour, do go to thelafontaines.co.uk. Yeah, enjoy what's on there. Enjoy other episodes of this podcast. Um, Please do share it. And thank you very much for joining me. Um, I will leave you now, in fact. I will leave you to the rest of your day. Hope you have a wonderful time. Thank you very much for joining me and good night.